Camby is a film director, musician, photographer, and producer. Cam recently released an album called Seven Steps to Seven. The project is in conjunction with a photo exhibition Camby created, which opened up at Good Details Gallery here in Chicago, and that exhibit is titled So I Wrote Love in the Sky. The exhibit features long exposure photography capturing words love on five different continents, eight different countries, and 14 different cities. I got a chance to speak with the very talented Cam B about the project. Here is my conversation. What you want me to do? Do you want me to change you? Do you want me to try? Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is film director, musician, photographer, and producer, my man Cam B. Now yeah. I want to get to the album Seven Steps to Seven, which is an accompaniment to your exhibition. Yeah. But before that, just tell me about the traveling that you've been doing that gave you the opportunity to capture the images that would eventually go into this uh, exhibition. The traveling was kind of uh, for different things. Like I have been working on the film in Rwanda. So I've been going back to Rwanda the last couple of years, but I was also uh, just like freelancing and, and connecting in Europe. And I stayed in Sweden uh, in 2014 and summer 2015. Other travels is kind of my lifestyle, I guess, at this point. <laughs> uh, shooting things, working uh, as a freelance uh, cinematographer and stuff. So. At one point, did you get the idea to start writing Love in the Sky? And why love? Well, I got the idea in 2015. I was just kind of experimenting with long exposure photography. And uh, the first photo I did was in Miami. And that photo kind of sat with me for a while, maybe about six or seven months. And it just kind of dawned on me at that time that I should continue writing love in different places in the world. And love, is I mean, I think that, you know, it's something that is universal. And I think we do need more of that in this world, especially with the political climate, everything that's been going on and all the division that we are finding amongst ourselves. So it was just kind of a way to represent that idea. And I think by going different places in the world, it was just like me just capturing this moment in time of like sharing this little bit of love. And maybe that would, you know, send like a ripple effect in a way through the art. And now I can capture that and share that with, uh, with other people. And since we're talking about writing love in the sky for those listening, they might think we're referring to some sort of metaphysical practice, yeah. but you were quite literally writing love yeah. in the sky. Talk about the process of capturing that. Yes, I think that's the challenge of even explaining uh, to some people, because a lot of people think I photoshopped the, these uh, letters into the, the photos. But in fact, uh, long exposure photography, so I take a photo over a minute of time, and in that minute, I use a light source, like a flashlight, camera light or something, and literally, you know, write love um, with the light source, and it's captured in the photo. And what times of day are we talking about when writing Love in the Sky? Um, and what were the settings that you chose? Was it quite literally getting off the plane and just doing it? Oh, no, it? no. I, I would have to scope out an area. It's usually, It has to be dark, so like late at night, it was like midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. I would generally kind of scope out like the area first, um, Especially if I was in a place for a couple of days, then I would, like, maybe the second or third night go out and actually do this practice of writing love in the sky. So it was a peaceful experience being able to, like, just find the location and then actually practicing this of writing love in the sky. Yeah. 
That moment I was feeling stuck Looked up to the sky Down my mother And what did I see? So you capture the first one in Miami. Mm-hmm. What effect did you find these different settings had on not just the process of writing Love in the Sky, mm-hmm. but just the final result, having Love in the Sky in Thailand versus Miami? Um, I think that people who came to see the exhibition, um, it's just something that they connected with. Our, some people would be from certain areas or something like that, so they would connect with that image more. I think that it's given like a global perspective around the world, that we're all kind of tied by this thing. Love is something that we as human beings can all be tied by. So I think that's the effect I was going for, and it seems to be working. And at what point did you realize that this visual experience needed an audio accompaniment? I think uh, pretty much when I started conceiving the whole idea for A Road Love in the Sky, I was also working on music uh, when I moved back to Chicago, and that music was developing. and as the process was going, it just it just seemed like it fit a lot of the themes on Seven Steps of Seven, and the ideas are some of the same things that were backing me with the exhibition. So it just made sense that I should release these together. And on here, there's no shortage of collaborators that yeah. you've chosen. I mean, we have Ad2, we have Sam Trump, Eric Reyes, da- David Givens, Natalie Oliveri, Amanda Bailey, <laughs> yeah. and the list goes on. John Content, yeah. y'all. How did you decide that this would be a collaborative effort, considering that these photos were largely, in part, a solo endeavor? It was not even really a decision. It just happened organically. Um, All those people are my friends, and uh, they would just come to the studio, and I would be working on stuff and play them something, and then they would want to get on it. (laughs) Or, you know, we just kind of chilling and recording. So, I mean, I recorded way more music than I, I put out. So, again, it was kind of a process of love. Like, it was just like this love and camaraderie between these artists that I work with that created this music. And it wasn't anything forced or any kind of agenda to it. It was just like, I got these songs and I give them something and they would record. And it just kind of was like that. It was like a ripple effect as well. Seven Steps to Seven. Tell me about your song, Guns and Police. We talked about the the necessity for love in this political climate. Mm -hmm. Tell me about this song and how this fits in the whole theme that you've been presenting with the necessity for love. Guns and Police is more like an instrumental uh, track, a bit of like a house dance track, but very like jazzy with Sam Trump uh, doing a lot of uh, trumpet solo. Um, I mean, I want to leave it a bit open to interpretation. It was more about the feeling and the idea and... Uh, it starts with like y'all saying, uh, uh, "There's a riot in the streets, nobody there but guns and police." And you know, I mean, we've been having these continual conversations about uh, police brutality, you know, inner city communities, and so on and so forth. So it was just like more about the feeling, like jazz, you know, yeah. like uh, I wanted just people to get that feeling and it be part of their consciousness about like guns and police. Basically, I just wanted more to be like reflection, even reflection on the people we lost uh, to police violence. Um, so it was just more about that, like 
that idea already puts your head in, in, in that mentality, just the title itself. And so it's kind of like you can take that and interpret it in whichever way you want. But it's just even an ode to the people that we've lost. One of the things that we haven't really touched on is what you wanted this to sound like. There are the themes that run through it. There's the love. There's some of the the spectrum of love. There's the social commentary that exists. What did you want it to sound like? Were you thinking genre when you were constructing these instrumentals? I just want to be soul music, like a new version of soul music. So it's like elements of hip hop, but you know, funk, soul, jazz. Like I wanted it to be me too, like feel like me. And I think I was discovering more of the sound that I wanted to create. I want to have its own like kind of sound, own kind of vibe, and all kind of blend together. And then I wanted it to be a whole story. I wanted the album to be so connected, like, you know, uh, some like Marvin Gaye albums or Beatles albums or some, so those albums like connect, they're all together. Stevie Wonder, like, it's a whole thing. You have to have the whole album. Taking this as a supplement to the exhibition, it's interesting that these songs themselves have their own identity and they navigate their own themes. What's the experience that you wanted to provide by having this exhibition coupled with this album? And how is that presented in the environment where these things are being displayed? It wasn't just about like love in necessarily a positive way, but getting through like things and like in the midst of like turmoil and pain and, and agony, like it was love that I held on to that brought me through. And I think a lot of times in people's lives, like you can go negative or you can go positive, um, depending on what, you know, whatever happens in your life, the negative things happen to everybody. And it's kind of how we deal with them and handle them and bounce back from them. And I think that love, holding on to that concept of love or the idea of love that I can love through this situation and I'll come out better on the end of it. That's the theme that kind of goes through the album. Sometimes love is hard, and sometimes, you know, loving somebody is hard. And so it's, it's just about that, like the challenge of love. Like it's not just the romantic idea of what love the is. The full spectrum yeah. of love and everything that goes along with it. Yeah. So I walk into this exhibition. Obviously I'm watching folks enjoy these photographs. I myself am looking at these photographs. Where does the audio element come in? How is this part of it? Well, uh, when, when the exhibition opened, uh, the album was basically on repeat, like looping. And so you just kind of, it's playing, the soundtrack is playing as you're, you're walking in the space. And it's just, you know, I don't think it's happening so much consciously, but you know, the music is there as you're walking through and it kind of sets the tone and the vibe of the space. Did any one of the photographs that you took from any one of the locations from around the world inform any of these songs? Just traveling in itself and doing it in itself was part of the process of writing this music and the inspiration behind the music. All the photos are actually titled points of lyrics in the song, not necessarily, sometimes not in context of those lyrics, but it is all like the lyrics of, of the music of the album. What about the fact that these messages are written in the sky? What does the sky symbolize? It's kind of like uh, the universe or like, you know, uh, you look up to the sky, even if you're 
you know, uh, not even necessarily religious, but just spiritual in a sense, like that's always like a representation of like a higher being or higher power or something. So it's like just putting that out there and like, you know, this is my weapon of choice to use is love. This is what I'm going to put in, in into the universe and just leave it out there and let it be captured that way. That's crazy. Continue success, my man. Thank, Thank you so much for making time. Oh, thanks for having me. There's no going back.